What is going on everyone? Anthony Drew Gary here. It is Wednesday and that means it's time for another video. This time we're going to do things a little differently. For the very first time on my YouTube channel, I am going to have a guest star. We are going to talk about all of the different ways in which an architect might be able to help you, whether you are a homeowner, a property investor, a speculator, somebody who wants to learn about these things, or all of the above. So without further ado, I have the privilege of introducing my friend, Mr. Paul Reynolds. And if you watch in just a second, he's going to appear right there. All right, so I've got Paul with me here. Uh, we'll just do a brief introduction. Who are you? How did we meet? Did I pick you up off the street corner with you having a sign that said, uh, we'll work for food? How did this go down? Well, um... No, you didn't pick me up off the street. No, uh, we met in college. I was a, a graduate assistant for your one of your undergrad courses, and I think one of the uh, f maybe the first interactions we had was in the uh, down in the shop. Yeah, in the shop room, I was building a project. You were building a project, and. I, I think it, it started there. And it was really. friendship ever since. And I've got proof now that I met somebody in college and they still talk to me afterward. This is really wild. So Paul, what are you, what are you doing now? Are you, you working in architecture? Are you working on skyscrapers? Are you working on, on hospitals? Are you working on my house? Uh, what are you doing these days? I'm working on uh, residential architecture, uh, high detail level. Uh, not, not any hospitals, no office buildings. Uh, we solely do residential. Okay. Um, and so my day, my day to day is basically as an architect and also a construction manager. So where, when it makes sense, which in our opinion would be all the time, is we're building the projects that we're designing. So we can work directly with the client from the front end to the back end. Okay, so you're doing a little bit of everything. Now I gotta ask you, because maybe this is just a thought that I've got in my head. When you think of architects designing houses, you usually think of the really high end, the ultra expensive, really big houses in only the best neighborhoods. Is that what's really going on here? No, no, not actually. Uh, more often than not, we're, we're doing renovation projects, whether it's a kitchen remodel or it could be as small as a bathroom remodel. I've done a, a small addition for a, a cigar room. So it doesn't necessarily have to be high end uh, McMansions or you know other other large homes. I'm with you and I love what I'm hearing. So Paul, when in the process when somebody thinks they want to work on a project, when would they get an architect involved? That, that's a great question. I would say that anytime you're not, uh, whether you're not certain about what you want to do, but you have an idea, say whether it's a kitchen renovation or uh, you want to do an addition to your house, really any project from uh, small scale to large scale, you could, you could bring in an architect and get them involved in the process because uh, whether or not uh, you've thought of everything, I, I think that working with a, a third party, we'll call it, uh, is, a, is a great way to get all of the ideas out there, even, even the bad ones. We, we typically, during our process, try, not, try to throw everything out there. Okay, so getting them started in the beginning will really start yeah. the process yes. and get things moving on yes. a good foot. Okay, yeah. I'm with you there. And so, what uh, what what's this look like in a typical example? Walk me through this. Somebody somebody approaches you. Talk to me a bit. A bit yeah. Um, so typically, we we get a lot of uh, phone calls. Uh, not too many cold you know like cold call emails. Um, we get a phone call. Somebody said, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about doing X, or I w I'd like to build a, a garage, and I don't I don't know where to begin." 
I, you know, I did a quick Google search and I found you guys and here, here's what I want. So, um, typically it's, you know, it's, it's really, uh, just a phone call of us having a you know, conversation and we're listening more than talking. So the, f the first phone call might be an hour or half hour. Uh, and then from there, well, then we decide, Hey, do we want to get together and do a, a meeting and, and talk through things further? Or we, maybe we can converse uh, through the phone again. And, and then at some point we will, we will get together and then start to really put like a, a pen to paper. I'm with you. I think it's really important what you talked about there when you talk about listening first, making sure that somebody who might be interested in one of these projects is getting their voice heard and what they're looking for on the front end. I think that's really good. All right, Paul. So after you've listened to what the client's looking for and you've got some ideas flowing in your head and really want to start digging deeper into what this might be, what's your next step then? So uh, a site visit would be a, a great next step. And actually, we have a, I have a project that we can look at some, uh, some pictures of and we'll, we can talk through some of these points. Oh, that's awesome. Let's, let's switch over to that. Yeah. All right, Paul. So walk me through this. We went from site visit to this house being completely ripped apart. What happened here? Did Dorothy's tornado storm through? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. Um, so actually, the, uh, the client had lived in this neighborhood for all going on 30 years, and it was important to, to stay there. And... You know, you could start anew uh, by leveling the entire site, or you could maybe relocate to another area. But uh, in this case, we wanted to, one, keep the clients in, in the neighborhood, two, keep the integrity of, of the neighborhood, because it's a, you know, it's a beautiful, walkable uh, neighborhood. So uh, the, uh, the house, they, we wanted to reimagine how uh, the house was laid out, Okay, so what drove the necessity here? Is this a situation where the floor plan just didn't work anymore? Did you move things around? What what drove the, the concept of taking the whole roof off of this thing? Uh, actually, yeah, the, the floor plan was in its, you know, in its former state was not, uh, it didn't fit their, their current lifestyle. You know, it may have formerly uh, fit their lifestyle, but over the course of 30 years, you know, things change. But uh, as they look forward uh, in, into the future and as they're aging in place, they, w they wanted the space to better suit their needs. All right, shifting gears a little further in the process now, we've got walls, we've got ceilings, we've got what looks to be the start of a kitchen here? Yes, exactly. So the, you know, as we were talking about the, the former function of, or the former layout of the house didn't really fit their, uh, their current lifestyle, they are entertainers and the the old style kitchens where they're small and closed off and you got a couple doors and in, in you know two or three sides uh, that just did not fit so the new format is such that uh, it's it's laid out better for for entertaining guests and it it certainly fits their lifestyles better paul this looks to be on the other side of the kitchen we've got the Countertops in. It looks like we've got a range hood. We've got the the focal point of that that island. It looks to be the the range. Tell me, tell me what happened there and how you made that happen. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, we actually the I think what really helps uh, draw you into that space is the skylight that's above the the sink there off to the right, and it really fills the the kitchen with uh, you know with the, with the light. So. Um, the the punch of the dark island is certainly a uh, a statement, but bringing in the light and just filling that space with light is a 
is, is really what I think helps bring that space to life. All right, one more thing on this house, Paul. I could not stop and have a conversation with you about it without talking about this staircase. What went on here? How did you pull this off? How did the idea to, to string steel wire happen? This is awesome, man. Well, well, thank you. Um, the Actually, the inspiration came from the homeowner. Uh, the homeowner, they both play uh, stringed instruments, uh, but they said, hey, you know, the, the stair that goes up to the attic, because it didn't used to have a second floor, it was an attic, they said it's, it was closed off. It wasn't really anything, you know, particularly great to look at. So uh, in, in doing so, we want to open it up, maybe create a feature. And, you know, during, during that meeting, I recall sketching uh, the stair and I said, well, you know, what if we literally made the stair like a harp? And so you could, you know, didn't have an edge on the side. It's just a, it, it becomes a feature and, and it ties directly back to those instruments. That is awesome, Paul. And I don't want to gloss over the fact that you said that the upstairs used to be an attic and that is now a second floor. That's correct. Yes. That's the type of thing that you can get when you work with somebody like Paul. You can add space that wasn't there before and make it usable. All right, we're done with the pictures of the bungalow. That was a really cool project, Paul. Unfortunately, you guys have to look at us now. Maybe we'll get back to pictures in a little bit. So talk to me, Paul. This, is, this looks like one of those situations where a homeowner really got what they wanted at the end of this project. It, it hammers it down. This is tailor-specific to what they were looking for, and that is awesome. But talk to me uh, along the lines of somebody who might be investing in real estate and somebody who would want to create a project that works the best for maybe a wider audience than just themselves. Is getting you involved in that sort of a process still beneficial in the same sort of ways? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, a lot of what we carry, you know, a lot of the principles and ideas that we have in the process with the, you know, directly with the homeowner still, you know, uh, directly relate to the process for an investment property. I love it. You can get something that'll work for everybody. Exactly. And yes, indeed, that was my dog, Lola. We'll feature her on the next week's segment. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the home improvement elephant in the room, and that is HGTV. Any given hour, you can watch a show on flipping a house, improving a house, tearing a house down, building one back up, and these shows are getting these projects done in 30 or 60 minute intervals. What what's going on there? There's no way they're telling the whole story. There's something missing. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. They uh, you have to keep in mind that they they have a limited ability to you know to tell the story there, and it's tough to uh, say make a season out of uh, redoing a home. Although I think maybe it could be done. But uh, talking about budgets is maybe not the sexiest thing in the world. Uh, some of the Everybody will run into a, a problem. It, it's it's inevitable. You you don't know what's behind those finishes, um, but there are, there are a lot of people behind the scenes that really make those projects work. All right. So talk to me a little bit more about that. And with budgets, you know, a lot of the the people that may be watching have some ties to the financial independence community, or at least the personal finance community. Is bringing someone somebody like yourself into these projects. Are they going to be able to realize either some sort of savings or maybe better spoken some sort of value in terms of making sure that their budgets are stuck to agreed upon? What, what's that look like and what do you guys do to try to make sure that happens? Well, uh, part, part of uh, being an architect is that we have to do continuing education. So there is a we to maintain a license. We have to continue to get credits and those are 
those aren't just, uh, you know, I go out and I find something, I say, I call it a credit. It's, those are actually sanctioned credits. So uh, we're, we're having to stay on top of a lot of the new materials. What's durable? What's, uh, what's not really, you know, lasting as long as it's maybe claimed to last. Uh, so uh, pricing and uh, I guess material, material durability, uh, th those are things that we, we definitely are uh, familiar with. Okay. So that's good. That's keeping the, the customer and the client first in mind and making sure they get something that they're happy about. Yeah. yeah. And, and that it can it, uh, will last beyond, you know, uh, the first year or two, for example. Yeah, they're going to hopefully be happy in 10, 20 years down the road. Very important. So when you're working on a project like this, is there something that you really enjoy doing? What gets you fired up to produce a good product for your clients? Yeah, the, actually, the uh, the stairs is a great uh, is one of my favorite elements inside of a home because I think that it's such a uh, it can be such a, a statement piece. You know, talking it's functionally it gets you from you know elevation you know the main level up to the second floor down to the basement wherever you know. Uh, but I think there's a lot more there to the to, to the stair. I've got a you know I guess we saw on the harp harp stair there are some. You can certainly add some details, or in the in the harp staircase, you can strip away a lot of the details, yeah. and it's left you know open completely. And in another project I've got, uh, we're working on a white oak stair where we're really focusing on all of those details, how how everything comes together. Uh, when you do for for this is a, a modern stair. You have a picture of this? I, I do. Here, check it out. So you know, check check this stair out. Um, this this project in particular, we have a, a basement renovation. It, it was an unfinished basement, and uh, the client wanted to tie, uh, first of all, tie the the living space into this you know basement. But but the stair that went formerly from the basement up to the second floor was not the same stair that you see here. Uh, the the stair above we're we're also redoing, and he wanted it to be uh, more of a cohesive element, not just hey we uh, added on to the stair that we already had. So this has been really cool, Paul, to dive into to you know what you can get out of, of bringing an architect onto your project, getting the benefits of your knowledge base, your understanding, your listening skills, your your material knowledge, your budget consciousness, all of these things put together to help make projects maybe a little better than they would have been otherwise. And uh, that that's really cool, and I admire what you're doing there. Where can uh, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, uh, well, uh, on the internet, it, our uh, office website is house that's h-a-u-s dash a-r-c-h so housearchitecture.com very cool we will link to that in the description for this video and if you are watching this in live time that means you will be able to see his face and my face i don't even know what i'm saying right now but we're gonna roll with this because this is a long video and if anybody is still watching to this point i commend you until next week, take care.